0: Well hello, welcome to The Daily. This is week two of our brand new podcast series. Uh, The goal of the podcast here is for us to spend some time every morning reading a passage of scripture together, hearing some thoughts, and centering our hearts and minds in the peace and truth of God through prayer. Now, you know, we all know in this time that it's really easy for our thoughts, our imaginations to be pulled a whole bunch of different directions and much of that is being shaped by the endless barrage that comes with the news cycle, people's reactions, maybe your relatives, some of the things you're saying. I recently heard that we need to stock up on sanitary pads because it's going to run out really soon. Stuff like that, you know, your imagination, your heart is getting pulled in all sorts of different directions and so it's so vital for us in this time to centre our mind and our heart on scripture, on God's word, on God's truth. That's what we hope to do this morning. So let's get right to it. Well, one of the encouraging things that has emerged from uh, this challenging period is uh, seeing a collaboration between uh, different churches that I believe uh, is unprecedented on many levels, uh, at least in uh, modern times, you know, I am privileged to be part of a small Uh, Pastors WhatsApp group, and um, you know, it's put together by a good buddy of mine. But uh, he has a real gift, and so he's put together pastors from all sorts of different denominations, persuasions, uh, ages. uh, You name it; they they are all in there. So we have folks from like the Methodist uh, denomination, the Lutheran, Presbyterian, Bible Presbyterian, uh, all sorts of people, Baptist, and then you have me. You know, charismatic, independent. Weird kind of guy, so we we're all in this chat group, and uh, it's been so encouraging, you know, because when the crisis hit, immediately, you know, everyone started sharing resources in this chat group. We started sharing uh, different letters that we wrote. Uh, we shared like um, you know different SOPs, uh, our comms plan, and what have you. It felt very New Testament, you know, because we were sending letters to one another. Here's a letter I wrote to my church. This is a letter that another pastor wrote to his church, and so it's it's so good to be part of that chat group. And one of the questions that has come up in a group like that, and also uh, in Christendom, I believe, is is a really big question that many are trying to answer, but I don't think it can come to a super conclusive landing on, on, on any level. But it's the question of uh, whether this coronavirus, this challenging time that we are all going through, not just as a body of Christ, but globally, everyone is going through it together, Uh, whether this virus is in some way God trying to discipline or God's discipline on a people, or is it just an attack from the devil? Now, many people are just trying to grapple that, right, you know, uh, is this God in his sovereignty, in his grace, in his mercy, in his kindness, afflicting his people for a period of time? And we see that there is biblical precedence for, for this, you know, especially in the Old Testament. Or is this the devil trying to hold the church back from its destiny and many are just trying to grapple with that uh, and you know even for myself no, I, I don't think I can come to a conclusive landing on a question like that uh, to comprehend the ways of God but regardless of what your position is and persuasion or belief on the subject is one thing is really undeniable is that if we study the library of scripture and uh, and to a great extent modern history as well We see God, our Father, using some of the greatest times of persecution, suffering, uh, affliction for his glory. We see that all through a library of scripture especially. We see God orchestrating uh, some kind of divine deliverance in the midst of great suffering. Uh, and in that deliverance, uh, his glory, his majesty is revealed to people and to the world. And we also see God using suffering and affliction, uh, prolonged suffering, prolonged affliction, to teach his people a timeless lesson that really shapes their theology, shapes uh their, their heart, their mind, uh, and their view of God. And God uses these moments of uh, suffering. Uh, and you know, it's, suffering is a horrific thing, but God is able to use these horrific moments and, and turn it into something that speaks of His glory and reveals His purpose. And we see God is able to take darkness, pain, and turn it into something of good. Now, you know, even this time uh, with, like, the challenges, I found that it's it's a tough time, I believe, for many of you, and, and I'm going through my own kind of, like, journey through it as well, but for me, I've also discovered a bunch of fruit that has emerged from this time, uh, you know, I've always desired to set up a podcast, and... Uh, in, in a weird way, because of this challenge that we're facing, I have like a strong impetus and push to set it up. And this is episode 6 already, and I hope to be able to do this for a long time. But you know, also in this time, I feel like God uh, in my life is just exposing all these trust structures that I've built up in my life. You know, I realized that in this time that I lean a lot on my own understanding, my plans, my know-how, my skills, how many books I read and all that kind of stuff, you know, but I found myself at various points in the last few weeks just completely out of depth, you know, just not knowing what to do next, and I pride myself really in many ways of being a guy who knows what to do, you know, I deliberate, I think, and I am able to come up with like actual plans really well, but I found myself in this place of just not knowing what to do, being so uh, affected by the unpredictability the lack of rhythm and all this stuff and and also hearing some of the challenges that some of you are facing just being completely overwhelmed and out of depth and I find myself coming to God often in these few weeks and saying I honestly don't know what to do and I need your help I need you to speak to me and this few weeks especially has been so crushing to my pride uh, but it also has been immensely freeing in many ways, right? You know, I no longer bear the burden of decision. I look to God and God speaks and I'm just a conduit for what God wants to do. You know, it's, it, especially in this time, I'm reminded of this line from the theologian Walter Brueggemann who wrote the brilliant book, Prophetic Imagination. I highly encourage you to pick up that book. And he said this, you know, he said this, he said, Prosperity breeds amnesia. Say that again prosperity breeds amnesia. Let's just take a moment to consider that simple statement that is, in many ways, loaded with a bunch of truth, right? Because if you actually think about it, it's it's so true, right? It's and that is that those who have everything and life is going good, uh, everything is going well. Those are the kind of people who are the most susceptible to overlooking the importance of like basic fundamental things of what it means to be a follower of Jesus. That means valuing God's wisdom, God's counsel, leaning on him for strength, depending on his voice, seeking his mercy, his grace, his kindness, his provision. And many times, you know, when we are happy, when things are going well, we are on the mountaintop, we often overlook And in many ways, we get complacent, don't we? It is when the bank account is full, abundant food sits in the fridge, business is booming, the GDP is up, everyone seems happy, home life is good, that we are tempted to keep our lives going the way they have been. So if things are going well, why would I need to change it? Why would I need to do anything different? If it ain't broke, why fix it? And I'm almost led to believe that sometimes we need this kind of disruptive events in our life right We need to go through pain every now and then and in pain in challenges, in circumstances, you no know, it, it almost serves as a reset point. We re-examine uh, you know, our trust systems and things that we have said in our life and we, are, we have to ask ourselves some of these very honest questions. I think of this story in uh, 1 Samuel chapter 30 about uh, David. Now, you know, it says in, in the, the text that David and his men came to a place called Ziklag uh, and the enemies of, of David, the Amalekites, invaded Ziklag and began to attack that town. And the Amalekites then took cap- captive. Uh, all the women who were there. They didn't kill anyone though, but they carried away uh, David's wives. They carried away... Um, the the sons and the daughters and uh, the wives of David's men. And it says this in verse 6 of 1 Samuel chapter 30, it says, Now David was greatly distressed for the people and spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grief, every man for his sons and his daughters. But then it says this in the scripture that, that David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Verse 7 goes on to tell us that David then asked Abiathar the priest to bring him the ephod, that is the priestly garment that the high priest would wear as he entered into the presence of God. And David wore the ephod and he inquired of the Lord. He asked the Lord questions. He said, "Uh, God, I need a word. And the Lord spoke to him and said, pursue the enemy and you will surely overtake them and recover it all. And read on further in the text and David uh, really did that David recovered all that was lost and i love that that picture right um it's interesting that that place ziggurat like, you no know, if you were to study the uh, the meaning of the word ziggurat like, it actually means a place of immense Pressure. So you think like a pressure cooker kind of situation where David was facing pressure from all sides. He just lost his loved ones. They were taken away. He lost possession. Uh, His closest friends spoke of stoning him. David was in such uh, a place of great challenge and pressure. But notice in that text that we just read that David, his default wasn't to go, uh, I need to make a plan, I need to think of a strategy. His default wasn't to go back and forth and defend himself to his friends. His default was that he strengthened himself in the Lord. He wore the priestly ephod, which is symbolic of entering into God's presence. And he sought from a word from the Lord. Now think about how you may have reacted in this climate, in this time of challenge. What is your default? do you go like, okay, you know, I need to like stockpile stuff, I need to make sure I'm well taken care of, Uh, if anything were to go south, I, or maybe you look to, uh, okay, I've built up all this material wealth, I should be pretty good, or you look to, you know, your skills, your know-how, your education, background, find these are the things I can put my trust in and build my trust upon, but notice what David, David, when he came to a place of challenge, he defaulted to his relationship with God. He went to God and said, God, you need to give me a word. I need a word from you. And I love that because in times of challenge, it reveals the idols in our hearts, the trust structures to which we have built and where we put our faith and hope in. And I think the unique opportunity that's presented to all of us in this time is that we get to peel back the layers of our heart and really see what's in there. What is my hope? Where is my faith? Where do I put, or what do I put, or who do I put my trust in? And it's such a great time for us to ask these deep questions, to go beyond shallow and to really pursue depth in this time, to ask these deep, important questions. So even as we consider all that we have just heard, I want to invite us into a time of reflection and to just even think back and recount the last two or three weeks even as the news uh, started coming in and the situation developed. uh, How has your heart been? You know, what has been exposed uh, even this time? Uh, Some of these trust structures that you put, uh, how has worry and anxiety emerged even this time? And uh, what are some signs that seem to say that perhaps you have put your faith, your hope, your trust in something uh, other than God and his word? Just even take just a moment to reflect and spend some time allowing the Holy Spirit to bring these things to the surface. I think the gift of a pressure cooker furnace kind of situation is that stuff gets pushed up to the surface. These impurities, they rise up to the surface and it might seem overwhelming, painful and challenging, but consider it a gift. Consider it a gift when these things rise up to the surface, ugly as it may be, and allow the Spirit of God to sift out these things, to take it away even as they are exposed to the surface. And so let's allow the deep work of the Spirit to meet us. Here, in this moment, let's take some time to reflect. Awesome. Let me pray for you. God, we thank you for your mercy and your kindness that is extended to all of us. God, even this moment, we repent of times where we have put our faith, our trust in things, in people, in experiences, and skills and stuff that it's apart from you and your kingdom. And God, we repent these times. And God, we ask, even in this moment, even as uh, our trust structures are exposed, God, that you will buy your spirit. By your grace, your mercy and kindness, lead us back into truth. Lead us back into dependence. Lead us back into wholehearted trust and surrender. And God, we yield to you our whole lives, our whole beings. All that we have, all that we own, we yield to you, Spirit of God. Come lead, come guide us. We honour you and we affirm that you are Lord over our lives. That you are a Lord who holds all things together. But you are also Lord who leads, who guides, who directs our every step. So we look to you this day. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you were blessed. Well, that you were blessed by that time of sharing. Um, you know, I think that this is going to be a really, really good week. I can sense for many of you this would be a week of a breakthrough uh, on many levels, and so. Yeah, go have a great day at work. We'll see you in the next episode. Grace and peace. Hey, thanks so much for tuning into to The Daily Podcast. We'll have fresh new episodes out for you every weekday. If you like what you're hearing and you want to check us out, uh, you can look us up on our website, www.thecity.sg, or check us out on our various social media platforms. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace.